Randall. Randall going down the other way. Goes up and throws it down. Julius Randall with a huge defensive play. Seen times they've been discombobulated when teams go into the zone. Takes away their continuity. Randall gets the roll and will head to the free throw line. Every NBA fan has made predictions. Normally, these predictions are not being recorded and cannot be used against you at a later date. However, Smithy and Daz are doing an anti-NBA media analyst and going over our predictions from the start of last NBA season and reacting to them now. This was the first ever collaboration project that Smithy and I have worked on in a public publication. And since then, it's fair to say we've grown wings and we are flying. I have no idea what our predictions were, and it's fair to say that I'm nervous, but I'll own my mistakes and celebrate the triumphs, and I know Smithy will do the same. How are you, mate? Freaking it, mate. I am, <laughs> I'm petrified of this because, as you said, um, this is nearly going back a year um, when we put out these previews. It was... Not long after the bubble finished, uh, obviously last off-season in the NBA was very condensed. Uh, we had the NBA finals in the bubble. Free agency in the draft came and went, and then we brought out this publication, which was our uh, previews for every NBA team uh, with a predicted uh, ranking in terms of where they'd finish in their conference and um I've gone over the results. Dazzling doesn't know the results and there's a few absolute shockers in here. So it'll be interesting. Mate, as long as their shock is shared, uh, then I think we'll be able to get through it together. So I'm going to be the recap of the seedings and Smithy is going to remind us where we put them. So we're either going to come out of this looking quite good, quite bad, but I think beyond anything else, mate, we're going to come out of this 100% honest, and I think that means almost more, and we can assess where we went right and where we went wrong and get better for next year, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we can only improve from here, I think. Oh, no. Is that a preview of what's to come? <laughs> uh, no, we weren't that bad, actually. We, we got a few right around the mark, but, um, yeah, there's a few that didn't quite go the way that we expected them to. All righty, let's get stuck into it. The Eastern Conference is up first. Uh, Philly finished on top. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure I had I think I had them around the mark, but um, give it to me straight, mate. How did I go? And then how did you go? Yeah, we, we both weren't too far off in terms of the 76ers. Uh, I had them as the four seed, and Big Dazzling, one better, had them at three. So I'll take that. Do we have a, We should have a scoreboard. That's one nil to Dazzling. Yeah, that's one nil to Dazza. I can keep track if you'd like me to. Oh, mate, I appreciate that. I'm, I feel like I'm not doing a lot as the host here, but that's all right. Yeah, no, that's all right. So uh, that's one nil for Dazzling. But yeah, we. I think the um, obviously back when we published this, the thought about the Sixers was that they were a pretty good team that just didn't have enough, but uh, their regular season was outstanding. Yeah, genuinely dominated. And even when they had guys out, they showed that they had a bit of depth. Uh, the... Eastern Conference semifinals didn't go their way for a variety of reasons that we're not going to touch on here. But um, an interesting team to watch next year for sure. I get the feeling we uh, won't be predicting them as the one seed next year, just to tease. Let's move on to the second seed. The Brooklyn Nets were a toenail away from the finals, ended up going down to Milwaukee. I get the feeling, I mean, look, if you weren't predicting the Nets in the top few in the Eastern Conference, what are you doing? So I get the feeling we've got this pretty well. 
yep, we actually both had them uh, bang on the money as the two seeds. So oh, you're building. Uh, I'll pencil a point up for both of us there. Yeah, yeah. I think in a uh, situation where we're not going to be getting a hell of a lot of points, I think taking a draw is as good as a win. So yep. happy with that, mate. Extremely happy. Um, and that and that was before the James Harden trade. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah I think that's a pretty good guess by us. Not bad by us, mate. They're not guesses when you get them right. They're facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's yeah. If we keep going down this road, we'll be getting the millions, which we love. Three seed, the eventual NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Again, pretty difficult to see how we could have got this one disastrously wrong. I've got a uh, a good feeling. How'd we go? Yeah, we. Both had the Bucks as the one seed. Okay. Yeah, so we both had them as the best team in the East, and well, which know, they in, ended up being. So we, can we yeah, call that a win? <laughs> in hindsight, they were the champions. So um, it was it was a good guess. Uh, they weren't the best regular season team, but they ended up being the best team in the NBA. So uh, it was really good to hear. Uh, really good to see that we got that so right. And obviously I was confident on the bucks all the way through predicting them to win the NBA finals in six games. So um, I'm guessing Daz is going to want to move on very quickly. For anyone out there that is playing the drinking game of whenever Smithy reminds us he was right. I hope you enjoyed that beverage because goodness <laughs> me, the four seed surprised everyone. The New York Knicks. Uh, I definitely know I didn't have them in playoff contention. And uh, before the Knicks fans come at me, I don't think you did either. So uh, give it to me straight, mate. How bad did I stuff this up? So the Knicks finished fourth. They did. Oh, that's not good. If you're going to, whenever he starts talking slowly, someone's in trouble. And considering this is my prediction, it's going to be me. Oh, yeah. The, the Knicks finished fourth and what 12th. You had them as the worst team <laughs> in the Eastern conference. Surely not. You had them at 15. Bullshit. Yeah, you had them at 15. Well, so I don't get this point. <laughs> but look, in fairness, I didn't have them that much higher. I had them at 13. Uh, it's fair to say that the Knicks surprised everyone in the yeah. 2020 slash 21 NBA season. They can get Nick as far as I'm um, concerned. Yeah, so that top four finish uh, definitely surprised yeah. the two boys <laughs> TDs and threes. If you if you ever want to know how big of a surprise it was. Smithy gets that point for being nine places off. <laughs> I can't describe yeah. it any better. Uh, the fifth seed, the shock of the Eastern Conference, because they made the Eastern Conference uh, finals, and that is the Atlanta Hawks. I'm pretty sure I had them in playoff contention. I'm not sure I had them as high as fifth. Yeah, we actually both had them at seven. Okay. And, um, you know, that's, I think that's we get should have some credit for that because – Back before the season, you know, people were sort of saying, oh, yeah, I think they can be better this year. But not many people were tipping them to be a playoff team. And even though we didn't have them as high as uh, five, I think both having them at seven, only a few spots underneath is, is a bit of a tick for us. Yeah, I'm very happy for us to take a point, mate, because after my New York Knicks showing, I need a few to catch up, I think. Yeah. So let's get to the sixth seed last year. They were the best team in the East, and they went down a touch, but, oh, boy, they're going to be good next year. It's the Miami Heat. Uh, again, off the top of my head, I'm only guessing. Definitely would have had them in uh, playoff contention. I don't think I was as high on them as other people, so maybe quietly confident, but uh, that can be eroded, uh, yeah, eroded very quickly. How do I go? Yeah, you get the points here. Um, Dang, that's what you, we want to hear. Team Daz, come on. 
Daz had them as the four seed, oh. and I was a little bit higher and had them as the three seed. So, um, Dazzling, Dazzling takes the points there. The Miami Heat, a little bit disappointing, I think, yeah. to only um, finish six. And let's be honest, it was it was a pretty uh, pretty bad playoff exit, getting swept by the Milwaukee Bucks in round one. So, yeah. um, with their new look squad they'll be looking to bounce back in the next season, that's for sure. Well, the question that needs to be answered, mate, was making the finals last year a fluke or was everyone underrating just how far they fell, do you reckon? I think a lot of things went right for them when they went to the finals. Yeah. And um, that has to happen. Well, it's oh, no knocking them. Yeah. No, absolutely not. They, they did what they had to do. And, you know, they put up a really good fight against the Lakers, um, taking it to six games. But... I, I do think a lot of things went right for them in the bubble. Um, I think a lot of the other teams that they came up against were, weren't on their A game and it showed a little bit. So um, although I don't think they should have slid down to six, I, I'm not, I wasn't overly surprised that they weren't up contending with the big dogs. Yeah. Now, in the first time in T's and 3's history, Daz's fan pessimism, I reckon has got me far here because I was on the bandwagon. I actually, I reckon wrote that we would be lucky to make it to the second round and the Celtics didn't make it to the second round, finishing in the seventh seed. My boys, um, look, if you're going to fail, I'd rather them fail and me be somewhat correct. I reckon I'm close here. Yeah, you you were actually. You were sixth and I had them as the five seed. So yes, dazzling. Come on. Dazzling goes up 5-3, and you know what? I'm a little bit upset that uh, your pessimism about your own team gets you a point, but I feel <laughs> like the same thing is going to happen a bit later because I remember you being very high on my Portland Trailblazers. Oh, God, I was pre-season. too. Oh, so I, I think, think I had them second. So I, I mean, we'll get to them later. Yeah, so, yeah I, that's fair. I, I think it's going to come back, and oh, uh, boy. the pessimism you've rubbed off on me is going to uh, – play a big part yeah look uh, i'm happy to help uh as far as i'm concerned uh, i think there is a thing or two to be learned from daz they might not all be uh ethical but um some good things floating around the eighth seed and the washington wizards now i'm not trying to blow smoke here i actually reckon i got this right because i'm looking at who missed out in the uh or maybe did i go toronto i'm not sure i'll let smithy tell me did i get the wizards right we both got it spot on. Oh, bang. There we, we both, go. We both had the Wizards as the eight seed. You'll be all tea. So I think. and That's a look, huge tick. It, it is. A, it's a massive tick. In fairness, for a lot of the season, it didn't look like it was going to happen that way. But um, that's how the cookie crumbled. And um, yeah, we ended up being hitting the nail on the head, which is a big tick for us. Mate, it's like back in the long odd horse. It doesn't matter how it gets there. As long as it crosses the post first, you're fine. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to those who missed out. Uh, let's go to the nine seed, the Indiana Pacers. Now, I remember when we posted this at the time, I got a message. Uh, I'm not sure if you got the – no, because we published them on, a, on each other's pages. It wasn't just the one time. I got a message from one of the people that was following me on the page saying that they wanted to bet me 50 bucks Indiana make the playoffs. Because I remember having them outside. So whoever it was that actually said that, I'd like my money if that's all right <laughs> with you. Uh, BSB. No, I'm just kidding. Um, how did we go on the paces, mate? Dazzling gets the points again. Oh, spot on. And do, wait, spot on. I had them ninth. You had them at the nine seed. I had them at the 10 seed. Woo! 
Oh, you, I am for that. You know what this tells me, how much I'm flying? This means that the Western Conference bloody stank. That's, all <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Can't keep the same momentum up. Mate, absolutely. If we know anything about Daz is he gets off to an incredible start and it's once he turns the corner and heads down the straight. Oh, boy. Gets a Goodness bit shaky. Me. But 6-3 up. Geez, I'm feeling good. No, um, you're 7-4 now. 7-4. Sorry. Yeah. Jeez, uh, plus three. Still a few teams to go. I'm back in the big fella to come back. But where the hell do you see Indiana at? They seem like one of those teams that are just there. Yeah, I think they're one of the most interesting teams. Obviously, we're a long way out from uh, the NBA season, the new NBA season coming around. But just at the moment, I think they're one of the more intriguing teams because they seem right stuck in the middle of whether they want to you know, sort of do a rebuild on the fly and reconstruct the team or just keep topping up and trying to compete. Um, I think they've got a lot of good trade assets at their disposal if they want to use them. It's going to be very interesting to see which path they take. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how they go. Let's move on. The 10th seed, the Charlotte Hornets. And geez, talk about a young team on the rise. If you've just heard Smithy's derisive uh, noise there. It makes me somewhat confident. So, Smithy, how did we go with Charlotte? I I don't know if you've gone in and you've uh, actually um, Wait, altered hang on, hang, your yeah. documents. So, so, hang on. Instead of – this is a great insight into the man that I've known for nine years. And So, hang on. Boy, you were saying that. I assume I got it right. Yeah, you got it spot on. Spot on. Okay. So instead of Smithy going, you know what, Daz, mate, you are absolutely flying. Credit to you. You've nailed this. His instinctual thought is he's gone back and edited this. <laughs> this can't be happening. <laughs> oh, it's 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 a bit fishy though. You've got three in a row that are absolutely spot on. But now nah, um, you did have the Hornets as the 10 seed. I had them down a bit lower at 12. Um which, but, by the yeah. way, you're a bit stiff. I mean, you're only two off in a, what is it, a 15-team conference. So, yeah, yeah, you're a bit stiff. But since you want to rub in the, uh, the buck sucked in. Yeah, I, I have been a bit stiff. I had the Pacers one off. I had the Hornets two off. And you've gained those points. I had the Celtics one off. The Heat one off. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you're getting me. You're doing a good job. But I, I haven't been too far off myself. Yeah. It's, uh, if Daz starts to stumble, Smithy will be charging back. Uh, speaking of charging, the Bulls came in at 11th. I've got a horrific feeling that I've stuffed this one up. I feel like I had them a bit lower. Um, the Bulls made so many amazing uh, off-season moves, amazing just for the PR and the content that they're creating, let alone the moves they've actually made on the basketball court. I cannot wait to watch them next year. However, they struggled uh, last season, of course. How did we go, Smithy? The Bulls in 11th. Yeah, that they've skyrocketed up my list of uh, most watchable teams in the NBA for next year. I think they're going to be very fun. But they did me well in the 2020 slash 21 season because I had them at the 11 seed. Bang! So I get a point back here. You weren't that far off. You had them at 12. So oh, um, stiff does. You know, look, we're we're doing pretty well in yeah. fairness. I think yeah, we've, absolutely. We've been around the mark on nearly every <laughs> team apart from the New York Knicks, but um, yeah, to, to get that point back was huge for me and to have them at the 11 seed, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, absolutely. And we will be dropping all the links because we did these division by division because uh, there is a word count limit on the site that we posted them to. So they will be uploaded in the show notes. If you want to go back and check that we're not making this up and they are 
time stamped as well, which does kind of nullify Smithies. You went back and edited it. Apart. So, yeah, feel free to check that out as well. Um, because unlike a, uh, a few of the uh, US media analysts, Smithy, we are conducting ourselves with the highest integrity. Let's move on to, well, it was only a few years ago they were the champions, and now they are a stepladder in the Eastern Conference. The Toronto Raptors finished 12th. Um, look, I wasn't high on them uh, last year, I don't think. Um, I'm not reading much from Smithy's face. His poker face is pretty good. So how did we go with the Toronto Raptors, mate? Well, you were a bit higher than them uh, than I was, to be honest. So Daz had them as the five seed. Oh, no. And <laughs> I had them as the six seed. Oh, so Jesus. Despite being a fair way off, I still get the point considering I was a bit closer. But I think I think the, the Raptors, you get a mulligan for that. I think we get a mulligan for that because yeah. we didn't know at that time the impact the whole COVID-19 pandemic would have on the Toronto Raptors. Obviously, they didn't play one game in Canada in the last season. Um, They were forced to base themselves in Tampa Bay. So they were away from their family all year, which would have been extremely hard on their, you know, mental health and their mental state. Um, They had some injuries. So I think... You know, it, it was hard to see after being a picture of consistency, the Raptors falling off a cliff and finish finishing in the bottom four of the Eastern Conference. But um, that was the way the cookie crumbled for them this year. And I'm expecting them to bounce back and, and turn back into a really competitive side. Yeah, as am I, mate. I'm not 100% happy with the fact that two of your, what are you on now, six points? Yes. Yeah, so we're at seven, six. Is that right? Eight, six. Eight, six. So two, 33% of your points have been from a team that you got wrong by nine and the other by six. Yeah, but uh, you were a bit further away. That, so just, it's just yeah, the way it goes. That's it. So Cleveland, and it's fair to say that we both thought they'd be shithouse, surely. I've, I've made some silly calls in my life across many sporting platforms, but surely I was around the mark with Cleveland being 13th. Yeah, you were spot on the mark. Bang! Yes, uh, please. You had Cleveland at 13. I had them at 14. Oh, Stephen Cow, that's three. What's that, three now? Yeah, it's three oh, now. Boy, but yeah. um, Oh, hear the disappointment in his voice. Jeez. But, yeah, obviously, um, the Cavs weren't advertised to be great, and they weren't, yeah. but they have an exciting future ahead of them, I believe. Um, they obviously picked up Evan Mobley. They re-signed Jared Allen. They've got uh, Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro. You know, they've got a really good young group there, so... I think we'll be projecting them to finish a bit higher than 13th when we inevitably do this show towards the start of the NBA season. Yeah, we absolutely will, and I love it. So given the fact that I had New York last, I had to have been kind of high on Orlando or Detroit, and that thought scares the shit out of me. So let's get on to Orlando, who finished 14th. I get the feeling I might have uh, got this one wrong. I feel like Smithy's getting a point back. Hit me. No, nah, I was actually higher on the Magic than you, oh, okay. uh, unfortunately for me. Oh. You you had them at 11 and I had them at 9. Oh. So I was expecting them to be a borderline playoff team, uh, which they historically they had been uh, a borderline playoff team for the last four or five years, just not quite being good enough to scrape in. But uh, they had a massive sale at the trade deadline, obviously trading – 
Nikola Vucevic to the Bulls, trading Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. You know, they had a few injuries. Markel Fultz got injured. So things didn't go quite to plan for the Magic, but they've got Jalen Suggs now to come in. Um, so I think everything's coming up for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, fingers crossed they are uh, an improver. I mean, we call for everyone to improve. We just want the highest quality competition that we can. Um, well, I've definitely got Detroit wrong. You haven't said your 15th pick, I don't think. So I get the feeling Smithy's got a point back here. Yeah, you weren't. You were only uh, one spot off. You had the Pistons fourteenth, uh, but I did have them last in the Eastern Conference. So I do get that point back. So at the end of the Eastern Conference, the leaderboard says Daz ten, Smithy seven. So I've got some league. ground to make up in the Western Conference. That's for sure. That is a great league. Now, the reason why I said before that. It means I'm going to go shit house in the Western Conference. It's because I've just had another look at the standings and boy, oh boy, am I not confident in holding my lead. So let's get stuck straight into it. The number one seed uh, is the Utah Jazz, who are a picture of consistency, it must be said. Uh, I don't think I had, I definitely didn't have them as my one seed. How did we go? We had them at the same spot. Uh, We had a string of... Uh, four teams in a row at the same spot in the West. So uh, there's going to be a few joint points here, but we both had them as the sixth seed. So um, apologies to the Jazz. Yeah, but, you know, there was so much hype around the Western Conference in that offseason. The Lakers went bonkers, if you can remember. They got Montrezl Harrell and some other pieces. The Clippers... Were always going to be a contender. You had the Nuggets, the Blazers, the Mavs, the Suns. All these teams making big moves, and the and the Jazz didn't do anything. Um, so that's why I had them at six. Obviously, they played a good brand of team basketball and had a good regular season, but couldn't translate that to the playoffs in the end. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll move on to the second seed. We definitely didn't have Phoenix. At the two-seat, I don't think. We were high on them, I think. I feel like we were. there was a lot of optimism around Phoenix. But seriously, if you predicted them to be the second seat at the start of the year, I tip my cap to you 100%. How did we go? Yeah, this is another one that we had uh, exactly the same. We both had them um, seven. And uh, similarly to the Hawks, I think this is a tick for us because, you know, a lot of people were saying when the Suns got Chris Paul, okay, it's it's time for them to start to think about competing for the playoffs, but yeah. not a lot of people were willing to go out on a limb and say they would make the playoffs, which we did. So um, obviously it wasn't a, uh, a two-seed prediction because that would have been uh, crazy back uh, when we wrote this preview. But um, yeah, we both had them in the playoffs at the same spot. So that's a point each. Yeah, I have been known to make bashy calls, but I'm not that crazy. Uh, the Nuggets, now, I get a feeling that this is probably the closest one that we've had so far. Nuggets are a good team. They're the MVP. Nikola Jokic, even though he was bloody disrespected by the NBA media, especially ones that were riding a different MVP train, you've got to respect the man who was the most valuable with Jamal Murray out. I mean, if they didn't have Jokic, they were oh, buggered is a fair, a fair way to put it. How did we go with the Nuggets, my friend? 
This is where I claw a point back. Oh, no. I actually had Holy. the Nuggets spot on at the three seed. Oh, um, did I go? You were a little bit higher on the Nuggets. You actually had them at two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, you were you were high on the Nuggets, but I think uh, this point's going to be taken back quite quickly by you because um, you were a bit lower on a certain LA team that hasn't been mentioned yet. So um, okay. that that clawback in the lead will be short lived, but I'm happy with it. That's it. So we'll move on uh, to the Clippers. Uh, had the equal amount of wins with Denver. They obviously won the tiebreak. So they sat fourth. Um, I don't think I bought into the Clippers' hype as much as most others did. So quietly confident, but look, after the New York pick, who can bloody who can have the amount of confidence that I wish I could have? So how did we go with the Clippers, mate? Yeah, and that's that point that I was talking about that's gone yes. straight back to you. Yes, get in. All the fans, team dads, get around me. Yeah, Dazzling had the Clippers at four, so he hit the nail on the head. Uh, I was a bit higher. I bought into the hype. I had them at two right next to LA. Um, last offseason, all the talk was around, okay, it's going to be the Battle of LA for the West, you know, the Western Conference Finals. It'll be Clippers-Lakers, Clippers-Lakers. I bought into the hype and got burnt by it. So, um, yeah, I'll cop that. Yeah, Smithy's going to have to cop that on the chin. In the fifth seed, we've got the Dallas Mavericks. Um, it, for a while, it did seem like Luca and Pieces, but I think fifth, um, Dallas is a team that I've completely forgotten what I wrote about them. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how we went, looking forward to seeing how they go uh, next season as well, because, I mean, look, Luca is going to be, probably the next superstar that is going to get people to basketball and it's going to be an amazing thing uh, for the state of Texas. So how did we go with Dallas, mate? We deserve a pat on the back here because we both had them at the five seed. Oh, but get a re- Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty elite by us. That's amazing. So give I'm us a sentence or two on what you're, what you think about them coming into the next year, mate. Cause Oh boy, are we on fire? Yeah, Luca is obviously something to get excited about, but I think they just need they need to do something about Chris Stapps. Um, I was pretty vocal on this show coming uh, with our coverage in the playoffs. Obviously, uh, came on this show and and said that he needs to do more. And um, I just think that either he needs to perform or they need to move on because Luca is the kind of superstar that you need to keep on side. You have to keep him happy. And if he's going to have a seven foot four center who doesn't want to rebound, <laughs> I can't see him staying overly happy with that. So uh, it's time for Chris Stapps to stand up. If not, he's got to go. Yeah. To paraphrase uh, Slim Shady, will the real Chris Stapps please stand up? Be handy for Luca, let me tell you. So <laughs> I already know I've stuffed this up before we even started recording. I remember sort of one or two predictions. Um, that didn't go my way. And I know that I was way higher on Portland than I think anyone, uh, not only in Australia, in America, and probably on the planet. So uh, Smithy's caught a point back here. I can feel it. Yeah, I do have a point back. Um, look, you weren't ridiculously high. You had them at third, yeah. um, and I had them at fourth. I was the most confident about this Portland team that I've been in Portland side since I've been following the NBA. Um, I thought that the off-season moves of Robert Covington, Derek Jones Jr., 
that they were going to come in and fix everything. We had Yusuf Nurkic back healthy. Uh, we had Damon CJ, obviously. Carmelo Anthony was back on the team. You know, I, I really thought that this was the year for something to happen in Portland, but um, for reasons that have been outlined quite clearly on this podcast by me, uh, that didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, I get the point back here. It's going to be very interesting to see where they are projected to finish in the next season because they're a bit of a wild card at this stage, in my opinion. Yeah, they, uh, they've they sort of got that uh, four to – well, they're not going to miss the playoffs. They've got that four to eight potential, Paul, and it wouldn't surprise me either way. Um, not a fan question here, mate, but I was uh, coming home with my beautiful, more talented, better half, and she said, uh, is it possible for you and uh, Smithy's teams to meet in the NBA finals? I said, yes, because we're in opposite conferences. And she said, how would that go? So give us one sentence, mate. How do you reckon we would go as as mates, as competitors? And how do you reckon this podcast would go if in a few years' time we've got a Boston v. Portland finals? Things could get pretty tense, I think. Yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> well, uh, I've neither of us have seen a championship. Obviously, you were alive for the 2008 uh, title, but not a fan of NBA back then, uh, considering we were in primary school at that stage, so it hadn't really reached us. So neither of us have seen a championship. Um, And yeah, if if Boston were to get three nil up, uh, I, I think I'd get pretty dirty. Oh boy, yeah, you absolutely would. I uh, tell you what, the content though. Cheapers. All right, we've both stuffed this up. Maybe this is a question. We'll not stuff this up. This team stuffed us up. As far as I'm concerned, injuries derailed the LA Lakers. Uh, I know I definitely had them high. If you had them seventh at the start of the year, we would have called you foolish. You'd look like a genius now. The only question is, mate, who grabs this point for being uh, less wrong in a way? Both of us, uh, we both had them as the one seed. And when team that is coming off a title can get the sixth man of the year on their team for a cheap contract. It would nearly be foolish to have them anywhere lower than one. Yeah. And um, it was just a terrible year for the Lakers. There's, there's no other way to put it. Uh, obviously LeBron dealt with injuries. Anthony Davis dealt with injuries. You know, they really struggled around the board. Their role players weren't making their shots, but they have shaken things up once again. The power of LeBron James uh, is ridiculous in terms of roster construction because one bad year and he says, all right, I want a former MVP of the league and someone who's averaged a triple-double for the last four years. Give me Russell Westbrook on this team and Rob Polinka and the Lakers made it happen. So... Um, they are right up there with Chicago with the most interesting teams to follow next year because LeBron is getting older. You know, Russell Westbrook's never won a title. They are going to be hungry and it's going to be very, very interesting to see who can stop them. Yeah. For the first time since, uh, I'm not, you might have to correct me. You'll know more about this, but I'm not sure if it happened when LeBron was with uh, Kyrie because he was in his prime, of course. But this would be the first time in his career where if he did want to rest for whatever reason, he's leaving the, the team in good shape for probably the first time since he was in the big three in Miami. And I'm not sure he rested too much there either. So um, LeBron can look after his body, I think, better than he ever has been since he's been a Laker. Uh, having the pandemic certainly helped, but it doesn't take away 
the accomplishments. I'm with you. Boy, are they interesting. Let's move on. Eight seed, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, look, I have genuinely no idea where I had Memphis, so my confidence levels aren't high. Uh, I feel like my lead's being cut to two. I'll get Smithy to confirm that before he says how we went with Memphis, but I'm looking forward to finding out. Yeah, your lead uh, was cut to two, but it's now cut to one. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I had the Grizzlies at nine, oh, and Big Dazzling had the Grizzlies at 10. 10. So I take that point, and it oh, is no. a one-point ball game. What did I say when we got halfway through the Eastern Conference? Oh, boy. Tell you what. Bet- betting on me. If anyone out there, not that we'd open up a betting market, but my price will forever be value because I am the perfect cash out option. I'll get out early. And once there's a profit on there, just out, out, out. Everyone's a winner. I'm a nightmare. So uh, that had nothing to do with Memphis, actually. So quick question for you. Yes or no, we'll move on. Uh, by the end of next season, will Jar Morant be a top five point guard in the league? Poor by the end of next year. I'm going to say no, but he'll be very close. Yeah, I'd probably look. He's probably six. If we're being honest, we might be pulling, pulling hairs. Uh, Golden State are next. We, I'm not sure whether we wrote this when Clay was confirmed he was out for the year. So maybe we would have had them in um, playoff contention. Maybe eighth is where I'm heading. So I'm not 100 percent sure. I need a bloody point back. Hit me, Smithy. Yeah, uh, I read our little paragraph on the Warriors and Clay was confirmed out by the okay. time we had so published feel, this. So I feel better. So that came into consideration and Dazzling gets back the point. Come on! Uh, nailed the prediction, had them at ninth. Not I five. had them one spot lower at 10. LBLT. So that hurts a little bit, but um, but that's okay. We're gonna, I'm going to bounce back. There's still a few teams left. I like the look of the rest of my predictions. So, oh, boy, that makes me nervous. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see. All right. Uh, 10th position, San Antonio, who it seemed like they had a uh, bit of a clean out. They were sort of involved in every free agency move. It seemed that at one point there, they finished 10th. Pretty certain I didn't have them in my playoff calculations. So how did we go with the Spurs, pal? We were remarkably low on the Spurs. Oh. Um, I had them at 13. But you were even lower Shit. at 14. Ah, that's not what I want to hear. So back I, to one. I pegged the point back. Um, five teams left. I mean, you can't script this. And we literally can't. We wrote this a week, a uh, year ago. week yeah. ago. Shit, that didn't come out well. So, a year um, ago. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't quite remember in our paragraph the justification on why we were so low on the Spurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs. So it's not like we were... Too far off, but um, thirteen and fourteen is is pretty low. Yeah, I get the feeling I might have overrated New Orleans, who are up next in the eleventh seed. Uh, Zion and Lonzo and uh, Brandon Ingram. When you read those three names out loud, how the hell they were eleventh uh, is yeah. extraordinary. So I feel like we might have been a bit high on them, mate. Yeah, we were. We were both high on them. We actually both had them as the eight seed uh, uh, making yep. the playoffs. So we both get a point there. I'm putting and... it on them because that's for that big three to be not only missing the playoffs, but missing it by seven games. Yeah. That's not good enough. Not only those three, but also they traded for Eric Bledsoe from the yep. Bucks, who, you know, he was a, a really serviceable point guard on a championship contending team. Um, who came to New Orleans and just flopped. 
And they also signed Stephen Adams um, from the OKC Thunder, who we thought was a really good signing, but just didn't fit in um, with the Pelicans. And I think coaching was a real problem with uh, Stan Van Gundy, who has since been moved on. Um, but yeah, we were both higher on the Pelicans and they let us down. Yeah, they sure did. So that's on new, you, New Orleans. All right, four to go. I'm up one. Oh, boy. Hope you're as nervous as I am. Anyone that's put money on Dazzling, oh, I'd be, I'd, uh, it's not going to be good, I don't think. I, um, it's hard to back myself in when I'm talking to the man whose NBA opinion I respect the most, the Sacramento Kings. I get a feeling I had them oh, lower with four teams to go. All these teams aren't that great. So maybe my confidence should be a little bit higher. Head we go with Sacramento, mate. You've got the point here. Um, yes, come on! You had the Kings at 12. I had the Kings at 14. Oh, boy. So I was way too low on the Kings. I don't know why I had them so low. Yeah, cheapers. Um, I actually, looking at my predictions, I do know. Um, I had a certain team with a certain player that I like a bit higher on the list who seriously let me down. Oh, oh boy. So with three teams to go, I'm up two. Smithy is going to have to be more clutch than a manual car. Minnesota Timberwolves are next. They are in the 13th seed. Um, look, the three teams to go, we weren't really that high on. So this is going to be real nitpicky. Now, if we tie, then I can't lose, but I can draw. If I get this point outright, she is all over. If Smithy gets this point, the sphincter will be tightening. Where are we at, mate? Congratulations, mate. Oh, it's um, over. You beauty. You nailed it Woo! once again. You had them at 13, and they were the team I was talking about. I had them at 12. Um, I was pretty – No, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to Kat, who I love, by the way. But, uh, you're just yeah. the first bloke that comes to mind, which if that doesn't tell you you're the face of the franchise, nothing does. Yeah, so D'Angelo Russell um, – my favorite non-Portland trailblazer in the NBA. Uh, I've been following him since he was at at Ohio State. Uh, I was really high on the combination of him and Carl Anthony Towns, but uh, obviously some serious injury troubles hit uh, Minnesota this year and uh, they slid down the rankings. I was only one spot off, so I'm speaking like I was miles off them, but uh, Mm. They've secured you the win. Congratulations. We've got two teams to go. Thank you very much. Now, you had Sacramento in 14, so I get the feeling you're not getting a point here either. Oklahoma finished 14th from Chris Paul taking a tanking franchise to the playoffs. They actually got to tank. Yeah, that's it. They uh, went full tank mode. We both had them at 15th, so we both had them as the worst team in the West. Yeah. we weren't too far off. They were the second worst team in the West. So yeah, look, are we really disappointed that we got that one wrong? I'm not. Yeah, I don't think so. And to be fair, when we wrote these predictions, Houston still had James Harden. Yeah, absolutely. And although I flagged in my little paragraph about the Rockets that I didn't think James Harden would last the season in Houston, um, inevitably he got traded. So I nailed that prediction, but I still thought that John Wall um, DeMarcus Cousins, the likes of those players could keep them afloat, uh, Eric Gordon. But um, we both had them at the same spot. So we both had them finishing 11th in the West. They obviously bottomed out and finished last at 15, which 
looks uh, has the final leaderboard looking like this. Daz with 21 points and Smithy with 18 points. 21 out of 30. Yeah. Oh, boy. So you've done well there. You were, you were, you were closer on 21 picks. So that that is um, a very defeated Smithy, which makes me extraordinarily happy. Now, I have learned a thing or two from when we did do our NBA finals predictions to not go too hard. We have to be somewhat humble when things go our way. I am certainly surprised that I got over the line. But um, we've sort of come full circle in the NBA scope, in a sense, mate. We um, we were nervous to put out anything when it came to writing, and we came together, and we put this out, and now we're at a stage where we just cannot wait to get content out to the people. So I like to think that this has been a, a good little reflection of our journey so far, mate, and it's only onwards and upwards from here with Daz as the defending champ. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, um, the whole experience releasing um, – these previews to the public was really nerve wracking for me. Um, hadn't done anything like it. Obviously we've spoken about sport for the best part of 10 years now, but putting it out to other people to read was uh, a big step for me. And yeah, like you said, uh, doing that and then coming on here and starting the podcast and having such great feedback and fan interaction uh, from you guys on the podcast has been huge for me. So um just want to take this opportunity to thank not only Daz uh, for encouraging me to take the jump and you know, get something started in, in this space, but also uh, thank all of you guys who have listened and do listen. Um, really appreciate the support and uh, the fan interaction, and we can't wait to keep grinding out content for you guys. Mate, 100%. Second your comments. Um, yeah, I remember when we spoke about uh, doing the collab and we went, yeah, awesome. Like, let's do it. And I reckon it took us longer to actually have the guts to post it than it did to write it, which is unbelievable considering we had 30 teams to get through. But look, mate, uh, people loved it. I mean, back then we were extraordinarily humbled that friggin' 20 people wanted to read our stuff, let alone I think it got to about 300 combined, which is just mind-boggling to us at the time. So it's been incredible, mate. I cannot wait for the upcoming NBA season. Cannot wait to get more NBA content out to the amazing people that listen. That is you guys. Get in contact with us on Twitter at Teddies and Threes Podcast or Instagram at Teddies and Threes underscore podcast. Don't forget that underscore with all your NBA predictions. Um, the off-season, I'm looking forward to trying to get a, uh, a Reddit segment involved because, goodness me, Reddit is one of my favorite places. Reddit and Twitter are currently in an arm wrestle for uh, for the fan opinions, which is what we love. But send through your personal ones, whether you want to ask us anything. I will drop this now because we didn't have time to do it in the NFL space. If you want to participate in an NBA fantasy league, with Smithy and the defending champ, Daz. I'll tell you what, defending champ and Daz are going together like potato and gravy at the moment. They're just suiting each other magnificently. Get involved, get in contact with us. We'll keep plugging this as we go. I'd love to get as many fans involved as we can. It would be pretty sick to have a TDs and threes league. So get in contact with us like that. If you're on a, a podcast provider that has a message board, there are a couple of them out there. Feel free to Send your messages through there and we will get to them all because, frankly, we cannot do this without you guys listening. So thank you very much. If you're in uh, the east coast of Australia right now, we're all struggling. 
with uh, with COVID, it feels like it's not going to end. Um, fingers crossed it does sooner rather than later. And we hope you're doing well. You're all friggin' legends. And hopefully we can distract you for a little bit while the, uh, <laughs> the shit fright that is society continues. So um, Smithy and I have got the, uh, the sappy bits out of the way, but we truly do appreciate each and every listen. And we hope it continues throughout the next NBA season. Let's get out of here, Smithy. We've taken up too much of already our uh, amazing listeners' time. Let's get out of here, mate. It's been a pleasure. See you later. No worries. Thanks for the listen, guys. And most importantly, stay safe, everyone.